0: Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show.
1: Classic Hits.
0: Paul Trevo, who is a famous restaurateur here in Ireland, to become certainly more famous over the last few weeks. you enjoying the fame, Paul? Are <laughs> <laughs> <I come laughs> you, you enjoying the attention?
1: Unlike <laughs> um, Harry, I have no interest in it.
0: <laughs> No, I know. I, I mean, it is it is tough to get up there and to do what you're doing, which is try to represent your sector. And I get what you're trying to do. Now, just to remind people, uh, last week you had uh, your plan or the plan, as it's called. And this yep. is in relation to reminding people again, in case they don't know what we're talking about, the hotels and restaurants will be open on the 2nd of June. You believe the restaurants and bars uh, should be able to open on the same day as the virus doesn't know if it's day in the night. So you put together a plan. Now, to remind people first who you know, who maybe didn't see you online last week of what the, the first part of the plan is. What is the first part? To to lobby your local politician, essentially.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, look, we we made a big... Who I think there was a lot of people who were expecting us to bring Tanks and ground air missile guns and all kinds of stuff with us, and <laughs> and literally, you know, put the turf on the pitchforks and, and riot the streets. And uh, but the reality of it is, is that you're not going to change a government's mind or beat a government if, if you're saying to break the law. And you're certainly not going to get the darn the support of the people of Ireland by saying let's, you know sort of civil disobedience. However, you won't get the media or the attention that you needed to launch such a campaign by telling everybody that we're sending a letter out to our TVs. So that's why we said that we weren't going to uh, unveil the plan until the Wednesday so that everybody who came to watch and listen and they came in their thousands... You Well, you were trending
0: little- on Twitter. Yeah.
1: We trended. Now, I said there's two ways you trend on Twitter. You've either struck a chord and done something uh, bad. Ours, <laughs> or else, yeah, you've done something crazy. Yeah. Uh, th- thankfully, it was. We we had. It's just. I have to admit, I mean, we were hoping for you know, for this to really, you know, go down well. But we weren't expecting just how well it's gone down. It is literally everywhere. It's in every household throughout the country. There's signs up all around in businesses all around the country. I've yeah. seen
0: your yellow poster appear all right yeah, in a few places. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah it's, it's, it's been everywhere. And, I mean, and the reality of it is, is that, so this won't work unless we get this support. That we're Well, you've already got people.
0: the support of some politicians. I've seen one or two independents, um, you know, the, the, the usuals that we would expect, like the likes of Matthew McGrath. Uh, Ain't 2 are supporting it as well? Padder Tobin yeah. uh, has raised it as well. But that's plan A. So plan B, or the second part of the plan, which is tonight,
1: or you unveil that today, yeah. should I say, is I mean, what's that about? So, so what, we've got an awful lot more support than, than the TD that you mentioned. I mean, we have some highly respected, and of course, you know yourself, as soon as you name a politician... Charlie Flanagan, I think, yeah, was in there yeah, as well. I noticed. Yeah, that you know, fella's texting in, oh, you know, he's God, me. <laughs> you know, but I mean, a God-shake-me. The reality of it is, is that you know, I mean, t- to make this work, we need the, the politicians on our side. Uh, so, I mean, like, we former Minister for Justice, Charlie Flanagan. We have Jim O'Callaghan, who's a highly respected politician, and again, there'll be some kind fella of texting in straight away to disagree with that. But we also have Brendan Griffin on as well, who's former Minister for Tourism, and and Brendan knows exactly when we're saying how important the tourism sector is to this country, even though we've been deemed. And is, is Adrian from. Cummins on your side, by the way? I look. I can't speak for Adrian, obviously. I'm well, he well, he did
0: he the, did put up some sort of comment there. I oh, was it last week, I think, after the last time I spoke to you, which seemed to be in support of what you were saying. I mean, he more or less said the same thing, just without having a
1: hashtag. The plan. Oh, I must have missed that one. Yeah. Uh, look, I mean, I'm going to be very honest with you. We we will take support from from anywhere, and we would certainly love all the associations, the restaurant and the vintners, to roll in behind us, because ultimately we're all looking for the same goal, and that's just for us to be treated equally and to open up on the second of June. That that's that's the only goal that we're trying to achieve here, no matter how we do it. Did you look so across? Think-
0: did you look across the sea with a bit of jealousy there today? Because of course, there, as and from today in the United Kingdom, it's indoor and outdoor dining as and from next week in Northern Ireland, indoor and outdoor dining. So did you did you look at that with a hint of
1: jealousy? You know, it's funny. I actually looked at it as if to say, this is actually falling all into the plan. Maybe virus is actually part of it. Because now our government has to look across the pond, whether it be the UK. We've all seen what's happened in Texas at some of these arenas with 75,000 people. We've all seen what's going on, even if there's matches tonight, where, you know, with 10 15,000 fans in it. And... Maybe that they'll realise, look, of course, there's always going to be a risk of COVID. Like, just like there's a risk of every day when you get up and drive your car across the road or do anything. There's a risk associated with everything every day. But when we've said we're living with COVID in the last 12 to 14 months. Well, I, don't, I don't think we ever we really haven't. meant that, did we? Yeah, yeah. Like, we haven't. Uh, and, and so now we're going to have to make that that stance. And I know there's people who are totally against the vaccine. And that's perfect. I get called all kinds of stuff on Twitter. Thankfully, it's water off a duck's back when, when I mentioned the vaccine. And that's their choice to believe that, and that's fine. I'm not going to disagree with them. Well, I will disagree with them, but I, like, I mean, that's up to them. That's like, their that's choice. Cool. Yeah, you make your yeah, choices. Exactly. They
0: make their choices in yeah, life, A hundred
1: percent, but the reality... reality well, I, I did, like, mind you, we, I did
0: see Marco Pierre White today was on um, the news, and he was suggesting in the UK that they should have to have a vaccine passport to get into a restaurant. I thought that was a bit bonkers.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I couldn't agree with that because, again, like, we're at the butt of discrimination myself, the way we're looking at the way some can open and some can't. So I'm not going to turn around and say, yes, it's vaccinated people only because it's, because it's uh, you know, I think that's, personally, I think it's discrimination. However, the act that we're looking to make sure that's not renewed is, is very simply, you know, that's taking away that choice. So if I go to a cinema tomorrow and catch COVID, well, look, I'm a big boy, I was with it, literally. But, I, I, like, I mean, I was going in there, it was my choice to go there, and it's unfortunate that I caught it. So if people, like, you can't tell me that these uh people from the same household there's no reason why they can't come in in a safe and controlled environment which is exactly what restaurants and most bars as well and that's really okay, but what that. really Okay
0: but what everybody wants to know Paul it's all well and good saying yeah lobby the politicians uh, and the second part of the plan today but ultimately if nothing happens between now and the 2nd of June this is what they want to know of you what are you going to do about it?
1: You see that's the beauty of the plan because we're now. Put <laughs> that's that not idea. the beauty of the plan. You know, it, I'm asking you, if the plan doesn't work. <laughs> it's it's firmly in in the court of the politicians now. So it is now down to them that if they want to see businesses fail and go bust, and mm. that's what we are saying because we are in. Like no matter what, even if we were to open up last week the hill that we have to climb to but try you're, and survive. Yeah, but you're
0: pinning your hopes. I'm not trying to have a go at you, Paul, because you know I'm on your side, and I have no, been from the start. No, no,
1: absolutely not. Yeah, no, but, but what, what you're pinning your
0: hopes the... on your plan working, right? And I hope it does, yeah. and I hope the politicians carry enough weight to get it into the doll to have a vote on it or something, or whatever that it, it has to happen, yeah. right? But I'm saying, what happens if that doesn't happen? What happens well, that's, if, that's... if Leo and Michal and Stephen Donnelly Oh, I don't even know the name, but sends shivers to me. Okay, but but what happens if the three of them take no heed of it whatsoever and say, no, we're sticking to our plan, and our plan is, at the moment, we don't even see a date for indoor dining. So what are you going to do if they don't open, or they don't have a vote on it by the 2nd of June and the, the hotels open up? What are you going to do?
1: Well, again, this is the beauty of the plan, is because I've given the politicians a way out, because some might argue that the entire act can't be renewed. But there might be parts of that act that have to be renewed. But if they amend the policies that are on it, and if they amend the issues of the emergency services so that they take off the restaurant side of it, they can sign what they need to sign in that act to renew. And that's not for somebody else to fight their corner about saying that they shouldn't. But if they remove all the emergency um, policies to allow the hospitality sector to open up, Well, then it's a win-win for everybody. And I said, there's some people who disagree that there's parts of the act that can't go through, but that's up to you to come up with your plan and fight your corner. We have one goal and one goal only, is to unite all of hospitality under the same umbrella. You're not answering my question, Paul. You're
0: not really answering the question.
1: Uh, You're know what? you avoiding the answer to the question that I'm looking for. You know what
0: what the answer I'm looking for, don't you?
1: Because, of course, you're asking me to go out and no, I'm not. No, hold on.
0: No, no, no. And I certainly wouldn't encourage that. By the way, I, you know, I wouldn't encourage people to to go cause havoc or civil disobedience. But I have said to you before that sometimes bad laws are made to be broken. And the point I'm making is, you believe yes. this is a bad law. So on the second of June, nothing has happened, and you're still stuck with a promise from Leo Varadkar, who talks out of both sides of his mouth, and Me Hall, who doesn't sit you on to make decisions, and Stephen Donnelly, who's ring all day. You are stuck with a situation where. They still haven't given you a date for indoor dining, and you're still stuck with a later date for the outdoor dining than the hotels. What are you going to do?
1: Well, I don't
0: genuinely believe that's going to happen. I really well, you're, that well we fair play to you, Paul. You're very confident because no, but I, I well, mean, I look tell you at me. the performance of this government so far. You know, I mean, I, I think they will yeah. take it down the road a bit further. But but
1: I'll tell you why. So you, you look at the likes of the people that have come out and publicly supported us, and I guarantee it's only a matter of time that we start seeing more and more politicians doing it because they realise no matter what that if they don't change this, and if they walk down and sign this act in, without uh, sorting out the hospitality side, it's going to be very difficult, whether it be a councillor, a senator, a TD, a minister, or anybody looking for votes, because everybody's going to know who signed it down. So if, if we don't open up on the 2nd of June, there is going to be mass closures. I think Everybody knows that. It's, and there's going to be quite a few. I heard of two restaurants already today that aren't reopening. And that's just like in a very small area of the UK. And it's only the. Like the pit of the iceberg. So we have a huge battle anyway, but when you have somebody like Charlie Flanagan, again as I said, and I know people will disagree with me straight away, but I know he's a very well respected politician. With him coming out, that carries a huge amount of clout. When you have somebody like Jim O'Callaghan stepping up, and the party could be potentially in serious trouble if there's no sign of leadership. When you have somebody of Jim O'Callaghan's caliber coming out and standing up with us, well then but yeah, but, I I, I, but I've heard, I, but, but
0: and, I, and I agree with you. But I've heard politicians all along, you know, having a go and challenging the government over different aspects to lockdowns. Which at this stage, I think everybody believes now the living with COVID has gone by the wayside and it's just keep us locked up for as long as possible. But you know, because people are, I think, I think everybody's is under the impression that the government are being over cautious when it comes to COVID nineteen. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I'm, but the thing, about it is politicians have spoken out. Over and particularly independents, have spoken out since Christmas. And yet nothing was done. Nothing had changed. Nothing. They even had an Oroctus committee, a special Oroctus committee on COVID-19. And you might as well have just thrown the money that they spent on it in the bin because they never listened to any of the evidence that came out of it. And in fairness to TD Michael McNamara, he done an exceptional job during that. Yeah, he was brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, he was he's absolutely good. brilliant. Yeah. And, but not one politician or any way, or effort took any notice of it whatsoever. You see, the key
1: to a politicians' success is, A, to get into power, and B, to stay in power. And that all comes down to timing. So when you'd be asked four weeks ago, six weeks ago, or two months ago, about, oh, what about Christmas and what about that? And we've already shown that, that, you know, the Bible restaurants had nothing to do and the, the spike had happened. We've already seen that the data is out there now. But everything comes down to timing. So where we are right now, this is why I am 100% certain that politicians are going to come out and stand on our side. Okay, But we are so far ahead with the vaccine program that we are in such a much better place than we ever were before, even from two weeks ago. And, and, we and no, I agree worked. with
0: you, and I look forward to having you on the show on the 2nd of June, if you've time, and to have you on the show on the, <laughs> on the <laughs> 2nd of June. You might be too busy making dinners. On the 2nd of June <laughs> to tell me, yeah, that's great, that will work, people power, blah, 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 blah. But I equally look forward to you telling me what your next step is going to be if it doesn't work. That's what I... Yeah, that's, you know
1: I guess that interview will be the 2nd
0: of June so <laughs> absolutely Paul <laughs> looking forward to it already listen thank you very much I'm sure I'll talk thank to you before so then alright uh, Paul Tavot from Tavot's restaurant to Killarney uh, and if you want to go to his Twitter account by the way if you go to my Twitter account Niall Boylan there the Twitter account you will see a link to his there and he's looking for people to support the hashtag the plan which is to stop the discrimination uh, the two tier system between hotels and restaurants which are being treated differently according to the government at the moment